0: This is the Dose of Support podcast. Here, the interdisciplinary team in healthcare matters, and we share stories and self-care every Wednesday. Let's break down barriers between professions. I'm Dr. Vanessa Casper, a nurse practitioner, and I'm your host. Are you ready for a Dose of Support? Dose of Support, the host and guests are not affiliated or representing an employer or organization. Remember, I'm not your healthcare provider, and my guests are not here to provide healthcare advice either. But do seek out care from your own healthcare professional, and remember to protect privacy and follow HIPAA. It's hard out there, so let's find some self care in healthcare. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Dose of Support. And this week we have a special Thanksgiving retreat. And instead of the weekend retreat with Lisa Strudwick, today we're just going to celebrate Thanksgiving and be grateful for what we have going on. Hey Lisa. Hey everyone. So (laughs) we've had some crazy few weeks here in the Midwest, and I kind of thought it would be good if we just checked in with our listeners. Our listeners just, they love when we come together, the two of us, and we just (laughs) gab. And I think it's really tough because you and I, we both work full time and COVID is crazy. So
1: what has been going on with you? I've changed my schedule around. So for about six days, I travel a couple hours away from home and I work. And then after those six days are up, I come back. So while I'm there from six days, this last six days is really what I should say, is that I've been working. I worked, I think, 20 hours one day and a couple of single shifts in there and then a couple of additional doubles that didn't quite hit the 20-hour mark, but just really dealing with a lot and busy and kind of just draining, not feeling like there's enough of me to go around. There's not enough of like my coworkers to go around there's not enough resources on the unit to go around so it's been a little bit of a struggle
0: and is your unit is it fully converted to a
1: covid unit or are you still taking like typical rehab patients that you would have before we're taking basically anyone that can't go home from something that happened. so we're still seeing the strokes we're still seeing the cardiac events um still seeing all the other stuff the falls and the spinal surgeries um,
0: yeah and i'm sure you're not alone It's everywhere, and that's one of the reasons we're here, right? And I, this weekend, this whole past week, we've been sick at my house, and I'm sure a lot of people listening that if they're parents, they're like, oh, sick kids are like, it's the worst. But I actually ended up in urgent care on Sunday with like neck, like soft tissue neck swelling, like where I was having trouble swallowing. You know, that can be dangerous. And here I am as an NP, like self-diagnosing myself. And I got swabbed for COVID and I got swabbed for strep and both were negative. And like it it's just hard to be sick, even if it's not COVID. And it's hard to like be in the healthcare system right now. And like I'm I'm going to urgent care and I'm like, Nervous to even go because I don't want to get COVID. Like, we're not supposed to be going out right now. And so it was stressful to be and like going to take my baby to get swabbed. Um, because I, I, and I'm like, I don't want to take him anywhere in public because we shouldn't be right now. But
1: were you able to go to a uh, drive through clinic for that, or did you have to go inside and check in and all of that?
0: Um, where I went, I went to uh, an inside clinic and Mm it was very safe. I did like hands down, people are really doing a really good job. And, and I just like have to commend healthcare workers everywhere. Like everyone is literally doing amazing work. And, and so I felt safe, but at the same time I was like, am I overreacting? Like maybe I don't need to go in. Maybe we don't need to get tested. And, and right now in our state, there's free testing available in home. So I actually ordered one of those tests as well just to – so that's in the mail. As we approach the holiday this week, Thanksgiving, I know a lot of people were going to get, like, pre-tested um, so that they could maybe see some of their family. Um, yeah. And it's just – it's
1: hard. It's hard
0: all around.
1: It, it really is. And I think that, you know, I was uh... – talking to my mother-in-law, we've been doing a lot of like commuting conversations, I'm calling them. And I have really <laughs> enjoyed it because I text her when I'm leaving. And like I said, I'm, I'm working two hours away from my home right now in blocks. And so I have this like two, two hour, and 15 minute drive and we're just able really to connect with that. And I think something that we both have been talking about is that this is just bringing out, I mean, since we're now, what is it, 10 months? I can't even like, I feel like it's been five years, um, but we're really into this. And I think that other people everyone is um whatever is going on and whatever feelings you have they're they're so valid like even though your situations aren't the same and everyone's situations aren't the same that your feelings are super valid and the stressors affecting you are you know just as important as the next person
0: yeah so in light of that that's why i wanted our thanksgiving retreat to really focus on gratitude because as i reflected over you know, being sick this past week and having a sick baby, I was thinking like, we are so lucky. We are so lucky that we tested COVID negative. We're so lucky that we had access to healthcare. Like I, I was so lucky that I could just go online, do a virtual visit to get a COVID test ordered and then just show up at the clinic and get swapped. Like it really was that easy, but I know how to navigate the system, and I have access to health insurance. And so even though it was all stressful and all hard, there's so much for us all to look at and be thankful for. And I wanted to focus on that a little bit more this episode and review our previous episodes. We've had some doozies in the last (laughs) month and a half.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, We've had an election. Oh yeah, uh, there's like so much that has happened. So let's like track it way back to our Psych NP episode, episode 17, and Anne shared just an amazing story about what happened with her daughters and their the, the whole perinatal period with her psychiatric challenges yeah and and that was a really profound episode and it was really popular with listeners i was you know psych is sometimes one of those like subjects that people shy away from and i noticed that her episode was really popular and people really wanted to hear it
1: um that made me happy what did you think of that one something that she talked about was like this time that she was like you know giving birth to this baby and then you're supposed to be so happy right you're supposed to like be over the moon and, and just loving your life. And and then when that doesn't happen, that expectation isn't met. It's almost, you feel like there's a shame in that or something. And, and I found that it was, um, you can relate to that in so many ways, um, just in your life when you have an expectation for something. And during this pandemic, we've had so many expectations that haven't really maybe come to light for some individuals and And just remember, you know, there isn't any shame in that. That's not the worst thing in the world. It's just something you have to work through. And for her to be able to use that in her own practice because she can – she had those feelings, that was really cool for me to hear on her end. Yeah,
0: she has really good coping mechanisms and, like, really good self-awareness. And I think that not everyone is taught to, like, sit there with their feelings, acknowledge what they are, and, like, think, I should go get some help for this. And she really had enough – self-awareness to be like I'm not doing good right now and I should go get some help.
1: Someone could have heard her episode and thought wow she really advocated for herself maybe I can do the same thing. So David Dent's episode it was number 18 and
0: he also talked a lot in his episode about cognitive behavioral therapy and although that's not accessible to everyone like it really helped
1: him and it's really helped me in the past too. And something just a side note is like even at my work with everything going on with the pandemic, um, I've gotten some emails about different services that are available. Like it's kind of like crisis type counseling, I suppose, or discounts available for healthcare professionals to seek out different resources for coping. So if you're feeling that, maybe reaching out to your organization or, you know, maybe kind of looking at that, because there are some things going on right now that maybe wouldn't previously have been available, but you know, discounts on apps or discounts on services for like one-to-one sessions. I've seen that via email. So just a side note, I wanted to put that out there.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe it's more accessible than it used to be. Yeah. And something
1: that really resonated with me with David's episode is um, he really, he mentioned when he was, well, first it was really interesting that it was another, you know, other, another guy being interviewed and he was opening up about mental health concerns and that happened before. Um, We've had multiple, you know, the guys coming on the show have been really open about mental health challenges they've faced and how they kind of got through those, which I think is so great to start normalizing to talk about mental health. And he really mentioned about being forgiving to yourself. We're all kind of just kind of trying to get by and just, you know, remembering that nobody's perfect and, you know, you may make a mistake or say something or do something, but you know having some forgiveness like you would for other other people with yourself
0: you had talked about expectations not being met a little bit ago and like i think we all like there isn't ppe there isn't staffing that you you can't do the job that you would normally want to do you you know the outcomes are not always good right and like yeah. so like none of our expectations are being met during the pandemic we have a shitty political situation in the us and our expectations of what leadership should be have not been met. And like, there's just so many things where our expectations have not been met. And I don't think that we're setting our expectations too high. I think we're just being disappointed because the systems have failed us. And like, that's not our fault. It's it's shitty. And so that is really like he, you're right. He was kind of like, forgive yourself, like give yourself a break. Um, yeah. I think a lot of people think like, I have to fix this situation at work or whatever system and like right now we just might not be able to do that. Um and some level of acceptance of that has to be has to be there. And so speaking of the election, <laughs> <laughs> I really did a different episode for number 19.
1: It it was good. I I think that it really had like just total self-care vibes and it wasn't, you know, I think we can all do like hard things and to reflect on that and acknowledge that we did really good things too during this time that has been really difficult has been a good thing to to acknowledge girl you're an amazing nurse (laughs)
0: like you're you're on my short list of people that can take care of me (laughs) I think you've said that before (laughs) of course I've said that before like but everyone needs to know that if anything happens to me like it's publicly (laughs) available now right um So I'm hoping that people found it therapeutic. It was a really hard week, a really hard couple of weeks, I would say, Um, no matter what side of the political spectrum you're on. Maybe you're in the middle. It doesn't really matter. I think a lot of people could listen to that and at least relate to it and feel some...
1: uh, I'm hoping people got a lot out of it. So yeah, very universal. Like it wasn't, you know, a polarizing, it wasn't a polarizing episode at all. It was, it was pretty much like everyone come to the table and they can all benefit from it. And that's, I really enjoyed that about it. Let me tell you, Lisa, how hard that was for me. Like (laughs) if I'm being honest with our audience right now, like
0: obviously I am not um, leaning to the right whatsoever Mm -hmm. (laughs) politically. And I, it was really hard for me to remain neutral and to not dig on it, it like because there's a lot of anger out there, and there's a lot of feelings out there, and those those feelings are valid and um but I was really trying to think about how like both sides feel that both sides are going through stuff right now, and yeah, um, plus we're having to work through this pandemic. I remember working on election day and th- and like feeling. How am I supposed to stay focused right now? Like, and that's what I was hoping that this could help with is a good reflection, a good gratitude practice and a way to kind of plan for the future. When I was looking, when I was looking at the future, the following week after that, I was like, maybe we should have a foreigner, a <laughs> foreigner on the podcast. <laughs> like maybe we should just like get out of the U.S. for a second. Tasmania. Go to Tasmania. <laughs> And Theo was just so great to talk to. So instead of having like a COVID-related episode with Theo, we we talked about like regular paramedic work. Yeah. And as a newer paramedic, he had enough self-awareness to notice that he was feeling burnt out, stressed out to the point where it was affecting his relationship with his with his partner. Yeah. And again, here we have that self-awareness theme. He took it upon himself to like look up some literature, look up how to work through trauma and like
1: how to see trauma as an opportunity. Just so self-motivated. It's like he seems pretty self-aware though too cuz like he had this really different path to getting to healthcare. And like oh, that's true, well, but well like once sometimes people when they pick a profession and you go to school for it and you commit to it, some people don't think they can do something different, and so to be self aware and realize like maybe I'm not in the right spot, that's a whole nother level of self awareness as well, so he's really got it all around, okay, so last
0: week, last week, we had Lindsay Madura, our dietitian friendly neighborhood dietitian <laughs> and this was one of my favorite episodes. I, I have to say, like I just I felt like it was such a good conversation. So many people can relate to it, especially as we move like toward Thanksgiving and Christmas. Holidays were typically like, at least in America, we tend to feast and eat a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I kind of felt like, gosh, this is so timely. But she was just so therapeutic. I loved talking
1: to her. What did you think of that one? And something that she said that Um, hit with me was like trusting the process. And sometimes you have to, you know, once you choose a path to do something, you know, you're not going to get there or have immediate, you know, gratification right away. And so kind of staying the course and trusting the process and it doesn't happen quickly. And that's kind of how she was talking about with her patients, that it's not an overnight fix for many things. I think our society really wants like you know, we want the deliveries the next day. We want this. And sometimes you choose, like, a whole other option because you're like, oh, they'll deliver it to me quicker. And and you want everything, like, immediately. But um, some of the good stuff takes time. I thought that that was just a really good message
0: and really a therapeutic message about how to think about your body and yeah. food. And I, as I reflect on that, I think, like, even though I've been sick the last week, like, I am so lucky. Like, we are so lucky i am so lucky that I've like birthed a child with this body like my body continues to serve me Mm -hmm.
1: and I just feel so so grateful for that and our bodies are like I think about that too and I've I've actually been eating really healthy it resonates with me to just like there's no bad food you know and and really listen to your body about what it needs and then I think sometimes when you can do that then it just pairs with like self-awareness and having like good mental health and, and you're able to self reflect on yourself and recognize things differently.
0: Yeah, I really liked how she she was like if you learn to listen to your body, you'll know if you feel healthy. You'll know if you feel good. Yep. You'll know. Like yep. it, but you have to listen. And so there's this this huge like c- connecting with yourself on a deeper level and, and there you are again with self awareness, but just having, having a, maybe that is our theme for this Thanksgiving: be self aware and grateful. How am I really feeling? And like, if it's good, then then maybe you've reached your goal. You know? Yeah. And and I thought that was such a good message. So let's take a break, and when we come back, we're gonna get into some Thanksgiving retreat gratitude. So stay tuned. Come back to the Thanksgiving reflection, and I just wanted to like bring it all back. Americans have been you know celebrating Thanksgiving or like a fall harvest since the sixteen hundreds and Canada has their their own thanksgiving, so it's a it's you know a similar thing there um but I just wanted to acknowledge the significant and terrible history of you know European settlers with indigenous people like. I know that we celebrate Thanksgiving and the the coming together of these two peoples and that it really doesn't necessarily mean that for our indigenous um, brothers and sisters. So I, I wanted to acknowledge that history and, and also look at Thanksgiving differently as a way to be thankful as a way to come together and gather. um, And as a way to, we're going to have to approach it differently this year. That's for sure. So
1: um, what are your Thanksgiving plans, Lisa? I'm back home now. We're just going to have the Thanksgiving meal. My husband and I, um, low-key, we might Zoom with the family, just kind of check in with everyone, but very low-key this year, and you know that's okay. I love it. We're going to do something similar over here. Obviously, I
0: live with family, so we're going to we actually ordered from a local grocery store like a cute little thanksgiving meal so it's all going to be like catered which is i mean it it wasn't it wasn't that expensive and i realized like we're very like very lucky to have done that but we were like let's we've all been sick like we don't want to like cook it's it's just hard right now with the baby and like we're we're all sick you know well and, and just supporting businesses right now you know if yep. you can Yep. And so a local grocery store here was doing like takeout dinners that you could just order and pick up. And so that is what we're doing and we're not going to cook it all. And then we're going to Zoom with um, immediate family. So probably like, I don't know, four people on Zoom and then four of us here that live together. So so. It'll probably be low-key like that, and we probably won't even eat together on Zoom. I was trying to think, like, what do you do when you're on Zoom? You just, like, sit there and eat in front of each other? Like, <laughs> I'm not sure how that's going to work. But normally, for a holiday, we would play a game. So I'm, I'm thinking that we're going to try to, like, Zoom play a game, um, like, and have our pie together or something like that. And we are also just going to be very low key and socially distanced, especially after being sick. Like it's not worth it to even risk getting COVID or bringing COVID home. And um, I hope everyone listening is is going to approach this holiday the same way. It doesn't it doesn't mean any less. Um, it, it just,
1: someday we will be together again in person. So I think being in healthcare for so many years that my view on like what the holidays mean is so different because I've worked so many of them and we have to find a different way to celebrate or a different time to celebrate. And, and I just remember that too. I just keep going back to that. Like, it's okay. Like, you know, we're all going to get through this. But yeah, just being in healthcare has kind of prepared me for this. That is so true. Like
0: how many Christmases have we missed because we were at work? Like totally get what you're saying. Like how many times were we working on the 4th of July and we couldn't go out for fireworks because we would just watch them from the hospital window? You know, like (laughs) I, I totally get what you're saying. So I'm hoping people resonate with that because it is it is another day, just another day, and you can celebrate differently this time. There there are some vaccines in the works. It, it, this is all temporary, and I think that that can be a point of solace for some people as well. So I wanted to ask and talk about gratitude even more this Thanksgiving week. I think that gratitude can be internal and external and I don't know if I made that up (laughs) or if I was just I wanted to ask you do you have any material items that you're grateful for
1: I'm well I do I thought of one but it's like I don't even know like it's so strange I'm really grateful for my blender
0: Okay, I was thinking more like I'm grateful to have a car. <laughs> oh,
1: well, yeah, I guess I'm grateful for that, too. I mean,
0: I mean all the well, things, but Lisa Lisa loves her blender, so.
1: I use it, like, multiple times a day. Yeah. It's, I, like, blend my coffee in there and make, like, this, like, super whipped up, like, lattes in the morning. And then later on, I make, like, smoothies. And anyway, I, I'm, like, legitimately thankful for my blender. So that is my material item that I am thankful for.
0: I think everyone can like think of something that is totally external like that. Another thing I was thinking of is people. So you do have control usually over the people in your life. Um sometimes you don't, but but there's so many people in my life like you that I'm that I'm really <laughs> grateful to Absolutely. have. Um and so that can be seen as like internal or external. And I just think that there's opportunity there. Like it's it's not what we, you know, Thanksgiving this year isn't what it was last year. But like we still get to see each other. And so I'm I'm feeling gratitude that I have access to technology and like I know how to use it and there's this whole so it's just thinking like all these external things that like they're not necessarily in my control but like I'm so grateful. That I have access to these things. Yeah. And then I was thinking about internal gratitude. So like, what is a characteristic that you're grateful for about yourself?
1: Gosh, you, didn't, you did not prep me for this before I we didn't, started talking. I didn't.
0: Pretend that you're, I mean, there there's people listening right now that are like, oh, I don't know. So what is a characteristic about yourself? An internal thing that you're grateful for?
1: I'm a pretty high strung person. And so, um, there's, a, there's a lot of times when like my internal monologue in my brain, like people can't see it, but it's like going like it's going. And as I've gotten older, um, I feel like I've been able to recognize it a lot more in myself. So I'm just trying to like slow myself down. And so kind of controlling my look at you with that, uh, self-awareness. There. I don't know. It's it's oh, kind snap. of, snap. <laughs> But i don't know if that's answering the question. But that's something I've kind of come up with that lately has really been something I've been working on and kind of seen success from. I don't know if that makes sense. I think
0: I think self-love and loving yourself and and picking out those things that you admire about yourself. If I think it's hard
1: it sounds like, it sounds like you're gloating or you're like conceited. Like I am so great.
0: I think that (laughs) that people do worry about that, but, but when you think about like your personality and what you bring, what you bring to so many people, you know, and what you can be grateful for, even, even on a very, you know, personal in touch with yourself level, like I am so grateful that I'm a driven person and that I'm, really good at advocating for myself. Um, I, I'm so grateful that, that I am sassy. I'm so grateful that I, you know, I, there's, there's a lot of things that I, I couldn't really nail down one thing because the way that I am, I love the person that I am. I love that about myself and I I think like I'm so grateful that I feel that way about my myself you know and I I don't know if people if people can take a moment and be grateful for who you are and and that is very internal and it it will take a lot of reflection but I kind of thought it would be a great a great thing to bring here on the pod today um I'm I'm also just very grateful for my health. I'm still, I'm on some Celebrex right now. Um, The swelling in my neck has gone down. I'm just so grateful for my health. And I think a lot of us can say that this Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah, I'm so grateful for that as well. And your health is such a huge part of like how you feel mentally how you feel physically can you do your job do you have the capacity to interact with your patients or your your work colleagues you know it just it affects so much so yeah i'm i'm grateful for that and then i'm grateful that i'm healthy so that i can go to work
0: well to recap i think a big theme of this episode has been self awareness and i really want to encourage all the listeners to take some time this thanksgiving be safe do a distanced Thanksgiving if you can mm-hmm. and take some time to do some external gratitude thinking. Um, because there's so many things around us to be to be grateful for. And then look at yourself and what you can be grateful for when, when you look at your personality, your life, there's there's so much that you can go inward and and look at. And I really found that to be uplifting when I did that. I know I kind of sprung it on you, Lisa, but.
1: <laughs> and apparently we've, we've decided that I'm grateful for my blender. So that was like a huge self-care moment. <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, like, really internal like reflection I on my part.
0: I <laughs> think that we solved it. I think we solved the pandemic.
1: Um, <laughs> with Lisa's blender. <laughs>
0: with Lisa's blender. Yeah. Um, so I know this was a different episode, but I want people to take care this week. And we'll be back with, with another episode next week. Enjoy the holiday weekend.
1: Bye, everyone.
0: Every role in healthcare is important, and these experiences matter. We'll be back next week with a brand new guest and a whole different story. Until then, make connections, you guys. Give each other a dose of support. Dose of Support is written, produced, and edited by me, Vanessa Casper, with exclusive music by Rafael Sequeira. Don't forget to rate the show, write a review, and leave feedback wherever you listen. I'm punching out until next week, where we try to find some self-care in healthcare once again.